You're listening to the Holy Bible One Year Challenge with master storyteller Michael Wood, featuring the easy-to-read version and used by permission from Bible Week International. Enjoy the show! Hello, everyone. Welcome to Day 116. We are continuing in the book of Joshua, and we see a series of incredible military victories. You see, the king of Jerusalem is concerned. He's heard about the victories that Joshua's had, and he's heard about God being with the Israelites, and I'm sure he's heard the supernatural events that have happened. So he gathers four other kings to form an army of five kings and decides to attack one of Joshua's allies. It was once a city that also tried to attack Joshua until he made all the people his slaves. So let's see what happens when five armies go against Joshua, the Israelites, and God. We are also continuing in the book of Luke. And we see the execution of Jesus Christ. And with the brutality of the Roman execution, we also see Jesus' character revealed. Because it is our true character that really comes out in times of pain and suffering. And then we see God's reaction to the death of Jesus through more supernatural events, including a perpetual darkness in the middle of the day, which doesn't happen in the deserts of the Middle East. If you enjoy the show, visit me at patreon.com forward slash storymaster. You'll find the link in the description box below. By contributing as little as $1 per month, you will enable me to continue this ministry. And you'll get cool rewards too. Together, we're going to get through the Bible in one year. Let's get started. Joshua chapter 9, verses 16 to 27. Three days later, the Israelites learned that these men lived very near their camp. So the Israelites went to the place where they lived. On the third day, the Israelites came to the cities of Gibeon, Kipharah, Beeroth, and Kiriath-Jerim. But the army of Israel did not try to fight against those cities. They had made a peace agreement with them. They had made a promise to them before the Lord, the God of Israel. All the people complained against the leaders who made the agreement. But the leaders answered, We have given our promise with an oath before the Lord, the God of Israel. We cannot fight against them now. This is what we must do. We must let them live. We cannot hurt them, or God will be angry with us because we broke the promise we made to them. So let them live but they will be our servants. They will cut wood for us and carry water for all our people. So the leaders did not break their promise of peace to them. Joshua called the Gibeonites together. He said, Why did you lie to us? Your land was near our camp, but you told us you were from a faraway country. Now your people will have many troubles. All your people will be slaves. They will have to cut wood and carry water for the house of God. The Gibeonites answered, We lied to you because we were afraid you would kill us. We heard that God commanded his servant Moses to give you all this land 
and God told you to kill all the people who lived in this land. And that is why we lied to you. Now, we are your servants. You can do whatever you think is right. So the Gibeonites became slaves, but Joshua let them live. He did not allow the Israelites to kill them. He made them slaves of the Israelites. They cut wood and carried water for the Israelites and for the altar of the Lord, wherever the Lord chose it to be. They are still slaves today. Joshua chapter 10 The day the sun stood still. At this time, Adonai Zedek was the king of Jerusalem. He heard that Joshua had defeated Ai and completely destroyed it. The king learned that Joshua had done the same thing to Jericho and its king. He also learned that the Gibeonites had made a peace agreement with Israel and that they lived very near Jerusalem. So Adonai Zadok and his people were very frightened. Gibeon was not a small town like Ai. It was a very big city, as big as any royal city. And all the men in that city were good fighters. So the king was afraid. King Adonai Zedek of Jerusalem talked with King Hoham of Hebron. He also talked with King Piram of Jarmuth, King Japhia of Lachish, and King Debir of Eglon. The king of Jerusalem begged these men, Come with me and help me attack Gibeon. Gibeon has made a peace agreement with Joshua and the Israelites. So these five Amorite kings joined their armies together. The five kings were the king of Jerusalem, the king of Hebron, the king of Jarmuth, the king of Lachish, and the king of Eglon. Their armies went to Gibeon, surrounded the city, and began fighting against it. The men of Gibeon sent a message to Joshua at his camp at Gilgal. We are your servants. Don't leave us alone. Come and help us. Hurry, save us. All the Amorite kings from the hill country have brought their armies together to fight against us. So Joshua marched out of Gilgal with his whole army. His best fighting men were with him. The Lord said to Joshua, Don't be afraid of those armies. I will allow you to defeat them. None of them will be able to defeat you. Joshua and his army marched all night to Gibeon. So it was a complete surprise when he attacked them. The Lord caused those armies to be very confused when Israel attacked. So Israel defeated them and won a great victory. Israel chased the enemy from Gibeon along the road, going up to Beth Haran. The army of Israel killed men all the way to Ezekiel and Makeda. Then they chased the enemy down the road from Beth Haran to Azekah. While they were chasing the enemy, the Lord caused large hailstones to fall from the sky. Many of the enemy were killed by these large hailstones. More men were killed by the hailstones than by the swords of the soldiers of Israel. On that day, the Lord gave Israel the victory against the Amorites. 
Joshua stood before the Israelites and said to the Lord, Sun, stop over Gibeon. Moon, stand over the valley of Ajalon. So the sun did not move. And the moon stopped until the people had defeated their enemies. This story is recorded in the book of Jashar. The sun stopped in the middle of the sky. It did not move for a full day. That had never happened before. And it has never happened again. That was the day the Lord listened to a man. The Lord really was fighting for Israel. After this, Joshua and his army went back to the camp at Gilgal. But during the fight, the five kings ran away. They hid in a cave near Machedon. But someone found them hiding in the cave and told Joshua. So he said, Cover the entrance to the cave with large rocks. Put some men there to guard the cave. But don't stay there yourselves. Continue chasing the enemy and attacking them from behind. Don't let the enemy get back to their cities. The Lord your God is giving you the victory over them. So Joshua and the Israelites killed the enemy. But some of them were able to go to their cities that had tall walls around them and high. After the fighting, Joshua's men came back to him at Machedon. No one in that country was brave enough to say anything against the Israelites. Joshua said, Move the rocks that are covering the entrance to the cave. Bring the five kings to me. So Joshua's men brought the five kings out of the cave. The kings of Jerusalem, Hebron, Jarmo, Lachish, and Eglon. When they brought the five kings to Joshua, he called all his men to come to that place. He said to the officers of his army, Come here, put your feet on the necks of these kings. So the officers of Joshua's army came close and put their feet on the necks of the kings. Then Joshua said to his men, Be strong and brave. Don't be afraid. I will show you what the Lord will do to all the enemies you will fight in the future. Then Joshua killed the five kings and hung their bodies on five trees. He left them hanging there until evening. At sunset, Joshua told his men to take the bodies down from the trees. So they threw the bodies into the cave where the kings had been hiding and covered the entrance of the cave with large rocks. Their bodies are still in that cave today. That day, Joshua defeated Mechida. He killed the king and the people in that city. No one was left alive. Joshua did the same thing to the king of Mechida that he had done to the king of Jericho. Taking the southern cities. Then Joshua and all the Israelites traveled from Mechida to Libna and attacked that city. The Lord allowed the Israelites to defeat that city and its king. They killed everyone in the city. No one was left alive. And they did the same thing to that king as they had done to the king of Jericho. Then Joshua and all the Israelites left Libna and went to Lachish. Joshua and his army camped around that city and attacked it. The Lord allowed them to defeat the city of Lachish. 
they defeated it on the second day. The Israelites killed everyone in the city, just as they had done in Libna. King Horam of Gezer came to help Lachish, but Joshua also defeated him and his army. No one was left alive. And Joshua and all the Israelites traveled from Lachish to Eglon. They camped around Eglon and attacked it. That day they captured the city and killed everyone in the city. This was the same thing they had done to Lachish. Then Joshua and all the Israelites traveled from Eglon to Hebron and attacked it. They captured the city and all the small towns near Hebron. The Israelites killed everyone in the city, just as they did to Eglon. No one was left alive. They destroyed the city and killed all the people in it as an offering to the Lord. Then Joshua and all the Israelites went back to Deber and attacked it. They captured the city, its king, and all the towns near Deber. They killed everyone in the city, just as they had done to Libna and its king. No one was left alive there. They destroyed the city and killed all the people in it as an offering to the Lord. So Joshua defeated all the kings of the cities of the hill country, the Negev, the western foothills, and the eastern foothills. The Lord, the God of Israel, had told Joshua to kill all the people. So Joshua did not leave anyone alive in those places. Joshua defeated all the cities from Kadesh Bernia to Gaza and all the cities from Goshen to Gibeon. Joshua captured all these cities and their kings in one series of battles. He did this because the Lord, the God of Israel, was fighting for Israel. Then Joshua and all the Israelites returned to their camp at Gilgal. Luke 23, verses 26 to 56. Jesus is nailed to a cross. The soldiers led Jesus away. At that same time, there was a man from Cyrene named Simon coming into the city from the fields. The soldiers forced him to carry Jesus' cross and walk behind him. A large crowd followed Jesus. Some of the women were sad and crying. They felt sorry for him. But Jesus turned and said to them, Women of Jerusalem, don't cry for me. Cry for yourselves and for your children too. The time is coming when people will say, The women who cannot have babies are the ones God has blessed. It's really a blessing that they have no children to care for. Then the people will say, to the mountains. Fall on us. They will say to the hills. Cover us. If this can happen to someone who is good, uh, what will happen to those who are guilty? There were also two criminals led out with Jesus to be killed. They were led to a place called the Skull. There the soldiers nailed Jesus to a cross. They also nailed the criminals to crosses beside Jesus one on the right and the other on the left. And Jesus was saying, Father, forgive these people because they do not know what they are doing. The soldiers threw dice to divide Jesus' clothes between them. The people stood there watching everything. The leaders laughed at Jesus, they said. If he is really the Messiah, God's chosen one, 
Then let him save himself! <laughs> he saved others, didn't he? Even the soldiers laughed at Jesus and made fun of him. They came and offered him some sour wine, they said. If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself! At the top of the cross, these words were written. This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals hanging there began to shout insults at Jesus. Aren't you the Messiah? Then uh, save yourself and save us too. But the other criminal stopped him and said, You should fear God. All of us will die soon. You and I are guilty. You deserve to die because we did wrong. This man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you begin ruling as king. Then Jesus said to him, I tell you for sure, today you will be with me in paradise. It was about noon, but it turned dark throughout the land until three o'clock in the afternoon because the sun stopped shining. The curtain in the temple was torn into two pieces, and Jesus shouted, Father, I put my life in your hands. After Jesus said this, he died. When the army officer there saw what had happened, he praised God, saying, I know this man was a good man. Many people had come out to the city to see all this. When they saw it, they felt very sorry and left. The people who were close friends of Jesus were there. Also, there were some women who had followed Jesus from Galilee. They all stood far away from the cross and watched these things. A man named Joseph was there from the Jewish town of Arimathea. He was a good man. He lived the way God wanted. He was waiting for God's kingdom to come. Joseph was a member of the Jewish council, but he did not agree when the other Jewish leaders decided to kill Jesus. He went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. He took the body down from the cross and wrapped it in cloth, and he put it in a tomb that had been dug out of a wall of rock. This tomb had never been used before. It was late on preparation day. When the sun went down, the Sabbath day would begin. The women who had come from Galilee with Jesus followed Joseph. They saw the tomb. Inside, they saw where he put Jesus' body. Then they left to prepare some sweet-smelling spices to put on the body. On the Sabbath day, they rested as commanded in the law of Moses. Proverbs 10, verses 21 to 30. Proverbs of Solomon. Good people say things that help others, but the wicked die from a lack of understanding. It is the Lord's blessing that brings wealth, and no hard work can add to it. Fools enjoy doing wrong, but the wise enjoy wisdom. The wicked will be defeated by what they fear, but good people will get what they want. The wicked are destroyed when trouble comes, but good people stand strong forever. Having a lazy servant is as irritating as vinegar on the teeth 
or smoke in the eyes. Respect for the Lord will add years to your life, but the wicked will have their lives cut short. Good people can look forward to happiness, but what the wicked hope for will not come true. The Lord protects those who do right, but he destroys those who do wrong. Good people will always be safe, but the wicked will be forced out of the land. Thank you, everyone. That was day 116. Join us for day 117 in the book of Joshua. When King Jabin of Hazor finds out about Joshua's victories, he decides to gather all the kings he can, and they form one army to finally defeat and crush Joshua and the Israelites. So Joshua must defeat not one, not two, but over 30 different kings. And in the book of Luke, the women return to the tomb of Jesus with the sweet-smelling spices they prepared, but find that the body is not there. We hope you enjoyed today's verses. Be sure to leave us a positive review and to share this podcast with your friends and family. Please join us for the next episode as we experience the Bible in one year. Did you know we offer online courses in creative writing, literature, and web design? Visit us at storymaster.online to learn more.